<laughs> Alright, Clayton Young. One of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here in my home office. Sitting on my piano bench so that we can just like chat, dude. Big fan of the chit chat. Chloe's glad you're here. Chloe's my dog. The little rascal. And I am here with Joe Felmuth. He's quite a bit older than me. But I would also consider him to be one of my closest friends ever. Um, That's very nice of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and we just decided to make this little thing to talk about, <laughs> to talk about life. <laughs> Pointless conversations that might benefit people's lives. I don't know. Mostly our lives. Or that might just be entertaining in some form, one way or another. Exactly. You know, just entertainment. If you have a really, really long road trip and you've run out of any other podcast you can think of, <laughs> then this one, this one might be next up on the list of podcasts. That being said, um, we're going to ask some questions just to get to know each other. Probably some things that we don't even know about each other because, like, well, let's be honest, the, like, most of our uh, friendship relationship has been, like, based around our work, like, our job. And obviously, like, we grew up in the same town, so I know your family and stuff, but, like, I feel like I, well, no, we know each other pretty well, huh? Well, we, like, lived with each other this summer. Yeah, so. we lived with each other this summer, but I didn't, I would say, like, in high school, I didn't get, I didn't really know you super well, because it was just such a big age gap. You yeah. Know? When, when did you graduate? In 21. So what literally last year, bro. Doesn't that feel like forever? <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe you're that young. I'm dude. literally a child. I graduated in 2016, so you were probably like eighth grade or something when I graduated. You graduated in 2016. Yes. You're like an Five. elderly man. Yeah, dude. I turned 25 yesterday. I didn't even text you happy birthday. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, buddy. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was actually funny. I was thinking about that because I texted you and I was like, yeah, my wife likes for our anniversary scheduled a trip up to the jazz game for my, and we're going on my birthday today. So it's a dinner and you were like, that's a good wife. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Bro. Oh my gosh, dude. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. I got like a good amount of sales, nice. but I had the worst headache ever, and I've been ha I have earwax in my ear again. I'm having another ear problem. Dude. I think I need to, like, go to the doctor. No, that's a good idea. I had a... I don't know if you know Jeff Frost. Like, yes. From, yeah, because, like, you had friends that, like, worked for him. He yeah. did the same job as me. Landscaping. But, dude, I'll never forget, like, Jeff could not hear. He's, like, 60. He's, like, 70. Probably. Really? And he couldn't hear us, dude. Like, we had to yell at him for him to be able to hear anything. And then one day, he, like, comes to work, and he goes, like, yeah, I went to the the hospital, and they just, like, extracted a bunch of earwax out of my ear, and he could hear perfectly fine. <laughs> it was crazy. It was literally just, like, a blockage in his ears from earwax. 
So yeah, dude, for sure. If if your dad or grandparents cannot hear out of their ears, it's probably because they have earwax. Is the moral of the story? Yeah, not wow. because they're old or because their bodies are failing them. It's which is what you might think. It's just they're gross. Yeah, just earwax, dude. Q-tips are a scam. Why? Because that's what literally like push like when you clean your ear with a Q-tip, it pushes the earwax up inside. It literally does. Really? I feel like I've, I've seen, like, people that try to promote other means of, like, cleaning their ears say it does that, but, like... I went to the doctor... Whether or not I actually believe it, I don't know. I went to the doctor and my dad, who's a pharmacist. Okay. I don't know how much that qualifies him, but uh, he said, don't use Q-tips ever again, because you're a waxy boy. <laughs> and when you're waxy, it will just shove all that crap back up in your ear, and then you'll go deaf in a ear, and you have to use hydrogen peroxide. Okay. And it sucks. I dumped that in your ear a number of times. Yeah. You got that ear infection. Dude, I was, it made me cry. Is that because you're a waxy boy? Is that why you I, got the ear infection? I think that's what's going on. Just a waxy boy? I'm just a wax. <laughs> well, it's because when I go to the gym, I wear those headphones. And I think, like, after just putting those things in my ear, I don't even know. I don't know how it builds up like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. Do you have, like, I'm assuming you have, like, waxy earwax, right? Like, yeah, it's like just, steak, like, yeah, it's just gross, dude. Because, like, I I think there's, like, a gene or something where some people have flaky. Yeah, you have the flaky I have the ears. flaky, dude. So, like, I'll clean my ear, but, like, nothing's ever on the Q-tip. It just, like, flakes out of my ear. Like, it's, like, like <laughs> It's, like, dandruff in your like, ear. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, sticking the Q-tip in my ear, just wiggling it around, and stuff's just flaking out. I don't, I honestly don't know which one's worse. That's disgusting. I mean, less likelihood, maybe, of... Less likelihood of, like, getting an ear infection, ear maybe, or, like, getting it, up. Yeah, getting it built up, but it's also kind of gross, just, like, thinking about earwax. Do you like ever lay on your pillow, and then you, like, lift your head up, and there's just, like, dusty earwax on the pillow? Not that I'm aware of. Like, that would be a concern of mine, personally. Yeah. Like, if you had the flaky yeah. wax? I mean, it might. Like, sometimes something will just, like, come loose. Like, I'll just be laying there, and then, like, I'll feel something kind of, like, break loose, and then I'll, like, pick it out of there. Mm. Which is kind of weird. Just, like, pick out a little <laughs> cluster of flakes. Anyways, enough said about the, my earwax and your earwax. Yeah. But yeah, dude, go to the doctor for sure. I, I'm thinking about it. I am, I don't know. I have weird, I don't want to go to the doctor. Doctors are so sad, and they take forever. Are they sad? Yeah. Hmm. Doctor that, and like I, I guess maybe a doctor that has to deal with that type of thing. They yeah, pleased. they're just like, like doctors' offices specifically are so depressing and sad. Yeah, yeah. What is it about them? I don't just know. It, you go it. in there and everybody's just like coughing, and the lights. It's the lights, honestly. Yeah. Like they're just. I don't know how people can work there. Every time I go like into in a hospital, hospital, yeah, it makes my head hurt. Interesting. Because like, they're bright? Yeah. Like, there's this one movie that I watched one time. It was called Joe versus the Volcano. Have you ever seen that? No. It's about this... It's... Oh, what's his name? The guy who voices Woody. Oh, I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about, though? No. In Toy Story? I know Woody from Toy Story. I don't know who voices it, though. Oh, why am I forgetting this? Anyway, he's the main character, and he hates his life. And this guy is like, dude... I will let you, like, the super rich guy comes up to him, and he works in a factory. And in the factory, there's just these terrible lights. And the lights 
are like brought up multiple times at the beginning of the movie because they just like hurt his head mm-hmm. and they make him depressed. Really? Yes. And eventually, like the rich guy is like, "Hey, I own an island, and the island's gonna explode unless I have a volcano sacrifice. Oh, wow. So I'll pay you any money you want for the next like two months. You can just take my credit card and go nuts." if you kill yourself at the end of the two months and jump into the volcano. What? And it's so good. It's really good. That sounds pretty intense. Does he take it? Yeah, he does. But he ends up like, spoiler alert, he ends up like falling in love with this one girl and like ends up finding meaning in life. Shoot. So he doesn't end up killing himself. Okay. It's a beautiful movie. Dang, maybe I'll watch it now that I know the entire plot. Yeah, you should. (laughs) Joe versus the volcano. It's a good watch. I mean, my name is Joe, so it can't be, like, I've got to relate to it in some way. That's true. I have a lot of Joes in my life. That's a fact, dude. I I mean, it's a common name. It is. You know? But it it gets kind of confusing. Like, I have to refer to you as partner Joe. Yeah. And then my roommate Joe is buddy Joe. There you go. And then we have big Joe. Oh, yeah. And then there's Boss Joe, because okay. he's the one that owns Summit. And his name Summit is, is a gym that I work at here, by the way. Yes, his name's Joe. And he's completely insane. Is he? Yeah, he's absolutely bonkers. Boss Joe, huh? But I love him. Nice, dude. Sounds like Joe's been good to you. He has been. He's been treating me well. He had, we had that meeting about the new club, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. I think you mentioned it, where you, the one where you stayed up until, like, the yeah. crack of dawn. Yeah, it was just nuts. And then I had to work the next day. So you went and worked for Boss Joe like three hours after scheming? Exactly. It's uh, Tom Hanks, by the way. Thank you. He's the Woody. Voice I should have known that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm just not like into movies enough to like know stuff like that. My sure. sister, on the other hand, like she would 100% know. I swear, I've come over to your house, like, the past two times that I've come over to your house, I feel like you've been watching Harry Potter. I know for a fact last time you watched, I came over, you watched Harry Potter. Because you're a Harry Potter fan. Dude, big Harry Potter fan. Everyone in your family is. That's a fact. Dude, Harry Potter's good. Even my wife, like, she's, not only is she, like, we're not big movie people, we're, like, TV show people, but, like, even less, like, movie people. We're not really, like, fantasy people, but we both love Harry Potter. So... Just for the record, because this is kind of crazy, how many siblings do you have? I have eight. Eight siblings. And that's nine, including myself. And where do you fit on this number? I am eight out of nine, which means I have a younger sister and seven older siblings. So you are the second youngest. Yes. I am closer in age with the younger sister, and me and her hang out quite a lot. She's pretty cool. Yeah. She has her moments. She does have her <laughs> moments. Me and Ivy are pretty close. I feel like big family. It's almost like the family gets split up. So it's like I grew up with my like little sister and maybe my older brother and then like my other siblings kind of grew up with each other type thing. But yeah. we're still pretty close. <laughs> but for sure. Sometimes it's hard for me to like not get invested in her, you know her dealings yeah I was like with what she's got going on cause like I'm there's like a little uh, sense of like protection maybe that I feel like a sense of like I need to protect her in some way or like guide her which is like 
not true. She's twenty. You know, yeah. She's old enough, and you can probably relate because you, know, you have sisters sister. too, and your older sister too. I mean, you know, she probably looks up to you. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be awesome. No, my older sister, she's very, um, that's what I'm looking for, confident, which is awesome. Love her for it. Yeah, I haven't talked to, I haven't talked to your sister in a very long time. Yeah. Since high school, I mean, you were talking years. You were closer to my sister in age. It's so weird because in high school growing up, um, I was really good friends with his younger sister, and he, for a moment in time, was really good friends with my older sister. And now me and him are really good friends with each other. It's true. So that's kind of it's kind of weird how that ends up. Honestly, first time I met Clayton, he was just a sh- just a tiny little guy, just a little guy. I was so fat. I can't remember like how old was I. I was probably like sixteen, seventeen, which would have made you like. 12 and dude like different person back then bro i like, i was like f- pretty much fully developed you know 17 years old and you were like a kid like a small child <laughs> i wasn't small <laughs> you were short i definitely was not i was not small i was a i was a 12 year old boy weighing like 160 pounds Morbidly Dang. obese. <laughs> Morbidly obese. Honestly, dude. That's crazy. So you're 19 now. I am 19. I will right. be 20 in January. That's crazy, dude. I kind of feel like you're older. You're, like, too, like, out there doing your thing to be 19. Like, I know 19-year-olds that just have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And you're kind of, like, out there. I mean, you know, you work at a gym. You're a great employee there. You've done sales, and you're getting your... You're getting your real estate license and stuff going. She's got a lot of stuff going on for a 19-year-old. Those 19-year-olds are just freaking bumming around a college campus or working or whatever. But how's your uh, how's your real estate going? It's going good. It's going really good. I'm almost done with it. Nice. I have, like, it's weird because, like, all of my closest friends right now are, like, way older than me. <laughs> like, <laughs> the people that I hang out with and, like, have the conversations the most with like even my co-workers that are on the same level as, as me at summit mm-hmm. they're all like 28 30 years old they have like they're married and they have kids the and then there's crazy. this little 19 year old boy that comes walking in the office <laughs> and mr clayton yeah dude it's it's crazy like the amount of times that they like are all like hey let's all go to the bar like all the sales dudes are going to the bar tonight you should come and i'm like can't dude i'm 19 years old i literally can't enter there yeah and then they all look down on me i hate on you yeah it's a shame that is a shame i'm like i've mental like my i've mentally matured way more like way fast it's kind of been a struggle too like especially in the dating world holy crap it's it's been rough just rough yeah because like gals that are 19 are like kind of just there and you're 19 and like you're all over. Yeah, well, they're they're like guys that are 19. Like, I don't know. They're they. There's a saying that I when this is the thing I remember. The only thing I remember from maturation in fifth grade, nice. right? Is I don't know why, but we were talking and the guy that was leading the discussion was like, 
women, they will mature faster than you in high school. But right when they hit college, they do this weird thing where they, like, regress a little bit in maturity. Mm -hmm. And guys kind of just, like, continue up at a steady rate. Don't get me wrong. It's, like, slower than women. Of course. But, uh... I'm, like, definitely seeing that now. Like, it makes total sense. Like, girls my age, all they do is just, like, drink and party and have, like, meaningless sex. And it's just, like, I don't know, dude. It's weird. <laughs> it's it's so weird. And I'm, I'm not attracted to that. Like, I'm, I'm attracted to, like, I don't know, motivated young individuals. Of course. And girls that, like, have plans in their life and yeah. work hard. But that's not really a thing. Yeah. On both ends. I mean, it's a search, you know. Yeah. Like it. Like you, I feel like most people like find who they're like meant to find. It's kind of an interesting thing because like back in high school, there would be like the, like the popular kids and the popular, like the popular dudes and the popular gals would like get along with each other really well. Yeah. And then like, it was always like my assumption that like, and I don't want this to come off wrong, like, but, like, maybe a guy that's, like, not part of, like, the popular, no, doesn't do all the sports, and, like, maybe he's, like, a computer guy. Yeah. You know, like, a nerd, quote-unquote. You know, I always kind of assumed that, like, the guys that were not in that, like, group would like the popular girls still. Yeah. You know, like, they're the prettiest and the most, the you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case, dude. Like, People like who they like, which People, is really interesting. I'm, I like. I would look at girls and be like, "How could you not like this gal?" And then someone could be like, "I'm. I don't. Like, I don't find them appealing at all." Yeah. So you'll find someone. It's weird how that changes. Like when you graduate, you know, like in high school, yeah, like everybody has a crush on the popular girl or whatever. But like as soon as you graduate, dude. All, there are no popular there girls. are no popular girls it's just people that you find attractive and people that you don't yeah but uh right now i'm kind of like even in high school though like i i like did all the sports and i went to all the parties and stuff and i guess i would say like i was a decently popular kid in high school but like i still like i don't know i've always kind of just like not really belonged anywhere specifically kind of yeah. just like been my own squad Nice. You know? Just a few good friends. Yeah. I have a really close inner circle, and that's it. Everybody else are kind of just, like, acquaintances. I like it that way. It's more comfortable. No, for sure. I don't ever have to be fake. Just going to be myself. Yeah, and you can rely on the people to, like, accept your you. Yeah. And, like, like, yourself. Like, you don't have to be someone else. Yeah. And they can always, like, I can rely on them if I ever need help with anything, you know? For sure. They always help me. I was always... I was always help them and yeah, it's Definitely. pretty great. No, it's good. Yeah. So me and Joe, we grew up in a tiny little town called Monticello, Utah. It's at the bottom right hand corner of Utah. Like how far away from the four corners? It was like, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 miles or something. Yeah. Right? So super close. And what was the population? It was, I think right now it's, might be increasing. It might be coming up on 2,000 people. Really? Right now. It got down to like 1,500. Yeah. But I think it's kind of getting up there, maybe like the 1,800 range now. Yeah. Our school had a total of like 300 people in it. 
Um, when I was in think, school, but that's like yeah, but that's like seventh through twelfth. Yeah, it's like, seventh through twelfth. Like, that wasn't like nine through twelve. Yeah, like there was. I think in my graduating class there was maybe forty yeah. that like actually graduated. Yeah, same here. So. We started off with good old sixty, but at the very end it was forty yeah. that graduated, and so little little bitty school. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting. I was actually having a talk with. Uh, this, because I hang out with a lot of people that are from out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, it blows my mind how many out of staters come to St. George because it's just cheaper. And um, it's cheaper in St. George. Woo. Well, not for living, but like for school. You know. Oh, I see. Yeah. And uh, it's just interesting because, like. <laughs> One of the first questions I always ask people is how many people they've kissed. I don't know why. Like, you can tell a lot about somebody by how many people they kissed, you know? Like, say they're, like, a super attractive, like, kind of, like, fratty dude, you know? And they're like, yeah, I've kissed, like, 40 girls. Then you, they suck. You don't want to hang out with them. They're little (laughs) booty cheeks. But if it's, like, kind of this, like, dorky dude that's like, yeah, I've kissed, like, 40 girls, it's hilarious. He's a cool dude. You want to stick around him, you know? Um... But it's interesting talking to people, like, from out of Utah. Because in Monticello, that's, like, kind of what we did, you know? Like, I remember sneaking out during high school, and, like, like there would be times I would skip class and, like, go make out with a girl. Uh-huh. And then, like, come <laughs> back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, like, and then, like, I'm over here. I don't know how many girls I've kissed. I've kissed a lot. But, uh... Uh-huh there's the girls that are from out of state or even guys and they're like, yeah, I've kissed like four people. Dang. And then I tell them like, what the freak? Like, they're like really attractive people and they're like, yeah, I've kissed like four people and I'm like, don't you guys like, what did you do in high school? I guess there's just like other, there were actual things to do. In Monticello, it was so small, like, that's kind of just what you did. Yeah. Well, I don't know, like, that's probably where our experience in high school differs because, um, Joe kissed two gals in high school. Um, never had, like, a relationship of any sort. I was scared of girls, to be quite frank. Not necessarily scared, but just kind of assumed they weren't into me. And whether they were or not, don't really know. So a lot of, like, what I did in high school revolved around just, like... Like, I had a really good friend group in high school, so we would just, like, pull all-nighters, throw down video games, we'd go camping, you know? Definitely no, like, there's not, like, any activities to do there that are, like, you, you, you don't have to, like, there's no activities that you can pay to go do no. in Monticello. Like, no. anything you do, it's, like, you come up with it. Yeah. I would go late night to the gym, because one of my good friends, Andrew, his mom was, like, an elementary school teacher. We'd go to the gym at, like, 11 at night and just, like, dunk around on those hoops in the <laughs> elementary school gym at, like, 11 at night with her, with his mom's key. Dude, one of my, uh, so growing up, my, the things that we would do, let let me think. So basically once a week, like it was guaranteed we're going to hot tub at my house. You know, that was, that was just a given. You, did you ever hot tub at my house? No, dude, I got in, Hallie invited me one time and you never went. I don't, I don't know why I didn't go. Dude, probably. You could have seen girls in bikinis. You could have seen my sister in a bikini. I'm pretty sure I did anyways. Like, at some, like, we would have fires up at the lake. Oh, yeah. Not that I care about that. I'm a married man. True. Don't really care to see any females in bikinis of any sort. True. 
Uh, that being said, I, d- I did never make it my way to the young household for the hot tub. Dude, yeah, the young household, dude. That was, that was the that was the place to be for hot tubbing. And then another pastime we do, like, I don't know if you ever did this, but we would drive around at night, and then we would find, like, all the different traffic signs. Like, there was the ones by the elementary school that had, like, the little green dude that was kicking a soccer ball and holding a flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would steal them all. Nice. And then we would go and, like, put them in the back of people's trucks, like, <laughs> randomly, and just, like, leave them there. Like, nice. it, the thing, the things we did for fun were always just, like, weird shenanigans, I feel like. You either yeah, were, like, like, you literally just had to do it. Yeah. Like, had to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, you, like, I remember this one time we lit tires on fire. Like, we nice. went and stole a bunch of those big old tractor tire, tires from Lewis Farms. And we would just like <laughs> poor Kurt, dude. Yeah, we just like lit them on fire and rolled them into Lloyd's Lake. Awesome. There was this big old lake that we would all meet up and have these fires at, and everybody would go like jump in. It was always freezing cold. Always. But there was this big old hill, and people would like jeep up it. And one day, me and my buddies like we would light these big old tractor tires on fire and just like roll them in the lake and we thought it was the coolest thing ever i don't do i don't know why that is the coolest thing ever when you're in high school bro that's true are you kidding me that's so sick that's so dope dude i i miss skinny dipping in that lake nice at, if, at every single bonfire dude it was almost a guarantee the clay was gonna, gonna get naked i was gonna get naked and i was gonna i was gonna hop in that lake dude i like it it was it was a blast that's good stuff but um Making out was pretty common. Yeah. That was another shenanigan. That was a shenanigan. Yeah, dude, I can't. I hate to say it, but like I can't relate. I actually, one time I was working, um, worked at a little restaurant there, and there's this gal in my grade who never really talked to her, mm-hmm. but because of like my friend group who I was friends with, she just assumed I was kind of similar to them. Yeah. Because a few of my friends, like they, like the object of their existence was to like make out with chicks. Like, that's, everything they did was, like, geared toward that. <laughs> Which is, like, it's kind of crazy, you know? But, like, and she just assumed I was the same. And when she, we were just, like, chatting at work once, and I had never really talked to her. I'm always down to, like, chat with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, always. And when she found out that I wasn't, like, kissing a bunch of chicks all the time and, like, all these things, she was like, what? I totally thought you, like, did that type of thing. Like, she, her and her, like, friend group thought I was, like, this nasty bro. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, just because of who I was hanging out with? That's actually hilarious. I, um, it's weird. I never really kissed a lot of girls from Monticello, though. Oh, you were one of those guys, huh? Well, it was just... You were like the Matt Freestone. Dude, it was so weird. Like, whenever I left Monticello, my confidence was just, like, through the roof. Like, there was probably, I would say there was, like, five girls that I kissed from Monticello. I maybe, I don't think I even kissed a girl in my grade, ever, hmm. in Monticello. I know I kissed some girls in the grade above. Yeah. In fact, all my high school girlfriends were all older than me. Oh, yeah. In my grade. I'm into elderly women, yeah. obviously. Same, dude. It's the maturity thing. What are you going to do? I know. Wait, my how much like, older? My wife's, like, five months older than me, dude. For real? Straight up. I had no idea. That's Five crazy. months makes a big difference. It's it's <laughs> not it's not fair, dude. I keep on hanging out with these. The other day, I went on a date with a twenty-one year old, and I literally just like avoid the whole age topic. Uh-huh. I know they're twenty-one because that's like kind of what I look for. 
Yeah. If they're 19, I'm like, oh, this, like, I don't know, this might be kind of a sucky date. But if they're 21, like, I can vibe hard with them. Nice. And uh, I remember I we went on the date, got some dinner, and then went through Axes. And then, like, whatever, like, we, we kissed and everything, and then I was leaving, <laughs> and then she was like, when are you graduating college? And I was like, oh, I'm not actually in college. And she said, did you ever go? And I went, yeah, last year was my freshman year. And she was like, how old are you? <laughs> I was like 18. Never heard from her again. Dang it, dude. Literally got ghosted. <laughs> Which is a common occurrence. That's a bummer, dude. It's not good. To be honest. I need to work on my game. Yeah. I've discovered that not caring is the way. That's how most things are, dude. Like... You put too much pressure on any situation, like, if it's negative pressure, then, like, usually it doesn't go that well. I've discovered that. Like, even, like, in my work, you know, like, I, I'm i the top salesman in the company right now, and uh, I my trick is I literally do not put very much pressure on it. Yeah. Like, it's you're not, like, difference. trying to hit numbers or anything. No. You're just, like... I let it happen. Like, whatever happens, happens... Classic law of averages. Of course. You know? And I just, like, it makes it so I'm way more confident in my in my pitch and, like, yeah. just talking to people. Nice. There's less, there's not pressure. Because when there's pressure on the situation, there's pressure on me, there's pressure on the other person. It's just an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. But what kind of, I feel like pressure sometimes is, like, definitely a good thing. You know, yeah. like, I have this picture of Kobe up here. And, you know, like, he, one of the goats... And anyone who's, like, the greatest of all time at anything, right? Like, they thrive kind of under, like, intense pressure. pressure. I just wonder, like, where the balance is. Like, is it if the pressure is, like, from an outside force or, like, if it's internal? Like, when is pressure good and when is it bad? I don't even know. I think pressure is bad when you're, like, uncertain of yourself, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not really confident in your abilities and there's pressure then it could just make a mess of things. Like, Colby, like, he's a great basketball player. He always has been. So when there's pressure applied, like, he knows that he's a great basketball player and, like, yeah. he'll be able to push through. But when you're uncertain of, like, your abilities and there's pressure that's applied, it gets a lot more... It can just tear things apart. So maybe it has less to do with, like, the pressure itself and more to do with, like, your preparation. Like, there's going to be pressure in a lot of situations, but as long as you're, like, prepared for it, you'll thrive. Yeah. Well, even, like, if you are prepared for any situation, there's actually going to be a lot less... Like, the more you're prepared for things, there's going to be less pressure all the way around. So, I don't know. Like, I think that makes a big difference in my life. Hmm. And then on the dating aspect of things, like, not putting pressure on something, like, letting it go, makes not only, like, that date's more enjoyable... But, like, it builds more meaningful, like, relationships, I guess. Like, connections? Yeah, connections. Like, all the girls that I'm, like, currently talking to and stuff, like, I like them all. Like, they're so fun. At the very least, like, we'll be pals. We are all pals. And it's kind of crazy, like, just a mentality switch. Mm -hmm. So anybody out there that's struggling getting a girlfriend or, like, building meaningful relationships with people just stop caring as much <laughs> and relax well maybe like stop analyzing it so much or like stop like i feel like that's i struggle with it because like a lot of things are like it's like a lot of things are a project for me yeah all 
think about ways that I can be a better husband. Mm-hmm. And I'll literally, like, Google it. I'll watch, like, YouTube videos about it. I'll, like, write things down about it. And then I'll make a goal to, like, do it. And I'm like, dude, chill out. Like, you don't need to make a goal to, like, do this or that, like, tomorrow. No. Like, you, what you need to do is just, like... Because my connection with my wife is very strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's automatically there. Like, the desire to be a good husband. It's just, like, actually acting in the moments when I, like, recognize an opportunity. Okay. To, like, be a good husband. And, like, you're a really nice kid. Like, you're super outgoing, super friendly, you know? And so, like, rather than, like, analyzing or, like, is this girl a good fit? Like, what is she doing? What does she not do? Like, is she my type? It's just, like, be yourself, dude, and, like, whatever is meant to happen will, will happen. happen. I feel like that's bad pressure. Like, if that you're, if you're like, if you're, ma- like, for me, it's, like, making everything a project. Like, if your project is, like, I need to do this and this and this so I can get a girlfriend, it's, like, that's a, totally the wrong way to go about no, it. Like, I need to do this or this. You if know? you do end up dating and it works or whatever, it's not going to be legit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's going to be a project. The best things in life just, like, happen. Yeah. You know? Those are the most fulfilling things in life. Yeah. It's like that pressure thing, you know? You prepare. Because they, they say that a lot, like, a lot of times who you meet and who you marry, like, will be kind of a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of the same type of thing. Like, you focus on, like, what you're doing with your life, being a good person, doing, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, whether that's going to the gym or, like, working hard or... Like, then you're probably going to end up just, like, at some point meeting someone that is kind of similarly driven. Yeah. Like, motivated. And then there's, like, there's no pressure. You're not, like, looking for that in someone. It'll probably just happen naturally. Just goes. Because that's, like, who you are. Yeah. It's gotten to the point, like, I deleted all my dating apps. Like... Nice. When I first moved here, dude, I was on the grind. No, I know. <laughs> I was on the grind. <laughs> I was going on dates, like, every day, and, like, none of, I was just getting ghosted left and right, and I was like, what the freak is going on, and I was just in Brutal. a bad mental place, and then finally, oh, what was it? I would, I, like, was on TikTok, and I just was seeing all these depressing videos and I was like you know what this isn't good for me so I like deleted everything yeah just got rid of it all and then like just decided to focus on myself yeah and I'm way happier like just stop looking at what other people are doing all the time and just do your own thing and things just happen it's so nice what's meant to be will be it's beautiful (laughs) Wow, it's beautiful. This took, this took, <laughs> this That's straight up deep, bro. I got so deep. Every once in a while, I get a little philosophical, and I realize this happens like quite a bit. And it's okay with you, cause like you banter back and forth with me. But I'll be hanging out with like people my age, and I'll say something like super profound, like <laughs> like what you just said. Yeah, like I'll just say some like weird quote. <laughs> and I'll like I'll think just saying I'm like Damn, I would be like yeah that's so good yeah and then I look around and they're all looking at me like I'm a little freak we're talking about we were talking about freaking Fortnite <laughs> Fortnite rocks don't bash on Fortnite hey dude I have nothing to bad to say about Fortnite never really played it but I respect all those who do did you know they came out with a new Call of Duty I probably have like seen 
like what, what is it? Is it like another remake of so Modern, Modern Warfare? But it's not a remake. Well, yeah. it is kind of a remake. I mean, they're they're like you like remember the Modern Warfare games? Yeah. So they're just like rebooting the franchise. So they had the Modern Warfare one that came out like in what was that? Twenty eighteen? No, it was sooner. Which one? It was just Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and mm. that was the first reboot of like the OG. Wasn't that Modern Warfare two? I feel like it no, was it was just straight Modern Warfare. Gotcha. So there was like Call of Duty four Modern Warfare. Yeah, that like was the, the one I played when I was the very first shooting game I yeah. ever played was that. Exactly, and then there was Modern Warfare two, mm-hmm. and then Modern Warfare three, and then they rebooted the whole thing like two years ago. Nice. Two or three years ago, and they just started with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. And now. I think it was two weeks ago they came out with Modern Warfare 2. Nice. That's recent. Did you get it? No. Not yet? No. I feel like... Games are 70 bucks right now, dude. Jeez. $70. That's a lot. And, like, I'm kind of sick of Call of Duty. Like, I'm sick... Like, I don't want to support that because it's literally just copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste over and over and over again. I mean, do you have an iPhone? No, just kidding. Yeah, that's (laughs) a fact, though. But I have the 11 Pro. Attaboy. I think I have a 13. But for the record, T-Mobile paid for it. Shout out. Wait, I think it's a 12. Really? I'm not sure. No, I think you have the 13. What's the newest one? 14. Dude, I don't know. It might be a 13. Because I got it just over a year ago. Like, I got it while we were in California last year, 2021. Dude. Remember, so me and Joe, in for, like, our work. So I got two jobs. I got my, my gym job, and then I got summer sales which is a pretty common thing for utah people it's a great opportunity to make good money in a short amount of time you know and uh my first summer was last summer that's when me and joe got really close came up and recruited me and uh we went out to san diego together and we lived in this airbnb with my cousin bronson who actually just got engaged yesterday Big shout out, dude. Happy for the butt, Mr. Bronson. Guy. I was unsure about Aurora for the longest time, but dude, the past couple convert like interactions I've had with him and her, yeah, it's been so good, dude. Yeah. I have this picture on my phone of them kissing. Mm-hmm. This is the weirdest thing. I'm admitting it right now, though. Is it your background? No, I was. <laughs> I know, but I've like, <laughs> this is so weird. I like have looked at it a couple times because it just makes me so happy. Nice. It was when we went rock climbing. Me and him went on a rock climbing double date. And he took Aurora and I took this one girl named Cassie. And uh, Aurora climbed up and she climbed down. And I was like, you guys should do a Spider-Man kiss. And so they flipped upside down. Nice. And Aurora kissed Bronson. I'm going to pull it up while I'm talking. But, uh, yeah, so we lived in San Diego. And let me tell you, I am, I am probably one of the most unlucky people on earth when it comes to injuries and just overall clumsiness like he got his iphone 13 you got it in san diego right and was that just when you switched yeah i switched from like verizon to t-mobile so what is better whatever. verizon or t-mobile uh i mean for sure verizon i guess but i'm a big price guy so t-mobile's kind of got me there yeah that makes sense that's the reason i did it because i'm i'm a frugal dude look at the picture that's pretty adorable, dude. I know. It makes me so happy. So I'm keeping it on my phone. I'm not going to tell him, because that's weird. I don't think it's weird. I'll tell him for you. Don't tell him. <laughs> this is our secret. 
This is our secret, and whoever decides they're dumb enough to listen to this. Anyway, uh, he got the iPhone 13, and it was probably around the same time that I was riding my Segway down that hill. Yeah. And I like I was flooring it down this hill. I just probably knocked on this person's door, got a hard <laughs> no. She had this steep hill. And I was driving down, and the brakes just like gave out or something. I don't even know what it was. But I ended up just like losing all control and flipping through the air and just rolling down the entire hill. And I was, my shirt was just covered in dirt because we had these white shirts. And my phone just exploded. <laughs> and it didn't work. Oh, exploded. <laughs> I remember looking up and I was in so much pain. And there was these gardeners and they were all looking at me and they were just laughing. And none of them spoke English. And they were just laughing their head off. So I just hopped back on the Segway and drove around the corner, and you were talking on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I was just destroyed, like, just covered in dirt, and I was bleeding, <laughs> and it was so bad, but I had to get that new phone. That was yeah. that was a crappy day, because that same week, okay, that week was a crappy week, because a couple days before that, my iPad got hit by that car. Oh, yeah. Exploded. I put an iPad on the roof of the car, started driving, forgot about it, fell off, and this guy saw it in the middle of the road, <laughs> and I watched it in slow motion, and he looked at me and then looked at the iPad and just swerved <laughs> out of his way and ran over the iPad. He ran it over, and it just exploded. And, of course, our buddy Wade, one of our roommates, walks out and is just flipping him off and screaming. And, like, chases the truck down the road, oh, trying sick. to catch up to him, get him to slow down so that you could fight him or something. But the truck just kept driving. Oh, so my no. iPad explodes, I crash, my phone breaks, and completely destroy myself. And then I, my dog dies. Rip Choncho. Choncho, dude. I was devastated. So sad. And then um, a couple days later, I got punched in the face by that one dude. Yeah. So it it was a absolute week from hell. It's a nice chain of events right there, dude. But it humbled me. That's good. Summer cells is nothing but humbling. Yeah, dude. Can do it to you. But it's, it's a good it's a good gig. Teaches you good life lessons. It'll do that. We have been talking for forty two minutes. It's honestly kind of a long time. Should we call it quits? I'm gonna lie. But also, I feel like we just barely started. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What Weird. the heck? <laughs> we just keep on going. That's crazy. That is wild, bro. I know it was the... We are obviously podcast masters. It's undoubted. Undoubted. Wait. Undoubtable? What is that? Is that a word? Are you thinking of indubit? No. No. Like... I don't know, dude. Undeniable. Undeniable. That's yes, what we're dude. looking for. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Come on now. Dude, I'm a verbal genie. <laughs> yeah, dude. A verbal genie. So we're going to call this podcast. Are, are we agreeing on this name? It's going to be official. There's what no is it again? Small Town Boys. STM. Just the Small Town Boys. STB. STB. Why do I keep saying M? <laughs> Clayton's like SMB. STM. No, dude, it's STB. STB. Small Town Boys. The Small Town Boys podcast. <laughs> Created by Clayton and Joe on the free version of Podcastle. Sponsor us. 
please sponsor us and give us the give us the premium version for, for free, free dude let's oh go oh my gosh this is gonna be our first sponsorship dude i don't know what the upgraded version does but to be honest it's probably way more than i even know what to do with what like i don't know what else we would need to do though that's a thing yeah dude this just is, recording this is recording just fine we need to make ourselves a little intro with a fat beat dude I have no idea how to do that. Do you, dude, I will hop on GarageBand in two seconds. Dude, GarageBand gives me anxiety. It does to me too, but hey, I'm going to try to figure it out. And maybe we'll get like, dude, maybe we'll hit up someone to spit a rap. Dude, I bet Big Boy Joe B. Dude, that <laughs> Big dude Boy could, Joe. That dude could for sure. <laughs> Big Boy Joe Joe B. Give us some bars, dude. He does. He raps some good bars. Or we can get some like weird homeless dude to like scream. That'd be funny to throw in there. <laughs> One problem is there's no homeless people in St. George. That's not true. There's a homeless guy that lives in a bush in my backyard. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but actually, have you chatted? He with might him? be a murderer because. Oh, dude, the, that's bad news. Yeah, there was the first week that I moved into my apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, there was that guy that broke out of prison. I was like a ki- like a murderer. Oh my gosh! He killed people, and somebody got murdered around my apartment like three weeks ago. What? Yeah. So I keep on seeing this dude, like, living... Bro, that is freaky. Yeah. I should probably say something about it. Nah, dude. You need to... I mean, unless you're, like... Take matters unless you're cool with the guy. I mean, come on. Maybe I need to, like, if become you go, Batman and If you go and offer him a... I don't know. Offer him a nice drink. No, because he'll never leave me alone. That's last, a good point. Last summer, dude, I had a, conversa- a confrontation with a homeless person. I was dropping... My cousin Colby came out and sold... Off at the house because he was saying that he was sick. I'd say like the apartment. Yeah. So I had to drive him all the way back. Dang. He was like puking or whatever. It was the biggest pain in the butt. Anyway, we stopped at a gas station because I'm like, I'm going to run out of gas. This homeless dude walks up to me. He's like, bro, can you buy me some food? I was like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry too. I'll buy you some grub. There was this little food truck right next by. So I brought him over to the food truck and there was barbecue. Oh, that sounds awesome. And I bought him some food. Mm-hmm. And he was just munching, telling me his life story, and I was like, you know what? This guy seems like pretty there. It's gonna be chill. And he was like, are you guys? You guys are going to Riverside, right? And I was like, yeah. And he said, there's a homeless shelter in Riverside that I'm trying to get to. He's like, can you take me there, or at least like drop me off like close to your apartment, and I'll walk the rest of the way. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'll, I said I'll drop you off close to my apartment, and we'll walk the rest of the way. So we're driving back. And he's just talking, and things just, like, start getting weird. Oh. Like, he's just, like, saying weird stuff, and it's kind of, like, sketchy. Yeah, like what? I Like, he was just, Give like, sample. saying, like, people are evil, and that, I think he was, like, a Satanist or oh, something. Wow. Like, it was weird. I don't know how to explain it, but there was, like, this, uh, this bad feeling in my stomach, and poor Colby, like, looks over at me, and he's sick as a dog, and he's looking over, and he's, like, freaking out. Oh. And... Dang. <clears throat> I have him in the back seat of my car. He actually wasn't that... He didn't smell bad or anything, which was a blessing. But anyway, so taking him back, and he's like, before you drop me off, there's one more thing I need you to do. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, no. And he's just like, can you take me to a liquor store and buy me a drink? And I was like, dude, I'm not going to buy this guy a drink. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably what got you in this place in the first place. And I was like, bro, I can't buy you a drink. I'm only 19. And he's like, it's okay. Just like... Give me your card or some money, and I'll go buy myself a drink. And I was like, okay. 
Sounds good. So I would, took him to, what's it called? Ralph's. Dang, dude, you are way too nice. Yeah. Well, no, this okay. is how it happened. I, I played it off. So I took him to Ralph's. Sure. All right. I think he knew what was going on. Because I was like, hey, I need to talk to Colby for a second about some things. You run in there, and I'll meet you in there, pick out your drink, and I'll meet you in there and pay for it. He was like, okay. So he runs in there, <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to leave my backpack in the car, though, because I think he kind of felt like we were going to leave him. Yeah. So he goes out, and I make sure he, like, walks around the corner to the liquor stop aisle. Like, I parked farthest away, like, away from the drinks, so that he couldn't watch us. <laughs> he walks out, and I look at Colby, I'm like, throw his backpack outside right now. <laughs> Colby got up, and he grabbed his backpack and just threw it. And then he hopped back in the car and we just left him. <laughs> Dang, dude. I felt terrible. Dude, you did you did a lot for him. I put in my two cents. You did a lot more than most people would have. Yeah. Let's I, be honest. It was on my bucket list. I had to help out a homeless person. I don't think I'd ever do it again, though. That was pretty... It was pretty intense. I kind of realized, like, when he would... Because I was like, dude, I'm not going to buy you a drink. And he started getting, like, pissed. Like, yeah, he started, like, raising temper. his voice and, like, getting mad. And I was Dang. like, oh, crap. I got myself into a bad situation here. Things. Yeah. And he's, like, sitting right behind me. Could so, like, like strangle Yeah, you could just choke me. <laughs> Jeez. And bro. I was like, ah, oh, dang. We could die. So I was like, no, no, no. I'm just kidding, man. I got you. And then I yeah. bailed on him. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm glad he never found our apartment. That would have been bad news bears, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't want to, like, drop him off at like around my apartment for sure because i was i was gonna drop him off at albertson's any i mean ralph's anyways because i was like i don't want him around my apartment of course and know that we live in like that general area yeah so i dropped him off there i don't know i felt like i played it pretty well no it's solid it's pretty big brain moves (laughs) big brain activity right there dude honestly it was great that's crazy it is nice to be in st george though dude where there's not that yeah and it's clean Dude, St. George is a beautiful place. It's like a little bubble in the world. It really is. Makes me like, I don't know. Sometimes I think about like if live if I could like live here for the rest of my life. I feel like I definitely could. Yeah. You know, you never know like what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, family and things, but it's definitely a nice place to be. I feel like I can definitely see myself moving somewhere else for a little bit. I can see myself like moving to Salt Lake for a little bit or something like that for a short amount of time. But I always, I kind of want to just like end up here eventually. Yeah. I love it here. I think it's great. I love Utah. People are great. Yeah. Solid place. It's honestly fantastic. It's just expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked to go back to San Diego though. Yeah, San Diego is going to be San Diego is going to be fun this year. Excited to hit the beach again and live good life. Go back to Esco. Escondido. Dude, Escondido. That's that's a beautiful place. It's going to be a good summer. No, it'll be way fun. Switching up the teams, which will be nice. Yeah. But it'll be good. It'll be sick. I'm, like, pretty aggressively trying to... I don't know, dude. Like, trying to, like, find a little more balance. Work, work, work and life not... balance? Work and not work balance. Yeah. Like, I've kind of <laughs> discovered... And it kind of relates to the pressure thing, but like, since I started this job in 2019, like, I guess in 2020 when I didn't actually go and like work, go and sell, yeah, it kind of, it, it didn't apply that year, but every other year, the other three years, 
Dude, like, most of my conversations, especially with, like, people that I work with, like you, or people that, like, I have potential to work with, like, recruit. Yeah. It's like, dude, my brain is, like, constantly just, like, thinking about how can I recruit you and, like, how can I, yeah like, make the money and, like, do the same. I've, like, kind of discovered in the last, like, little bit that it's a really poor way to, like, Build interact with people. Yeah. And so, like, last night, the reason I texted you last night, and I texted a bunch of other people. I was in the car, and, like, I, I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, dude, I just, like, my life and, like, my mind just revolves around this job, recruiting and making money and stuff. And it's like, I don't want my friendships, like, I don't want my friendship with you or, like, Wade or Bronson or, like, anyone that I, you know, work with yeah. to, like, only have that be a friendship because we work together. And I was kind of like, I was kind of thinking about how I, f- I kind of feel like when I like talk to people, like when I talk to you guys, it probably comes off sometimes like the only reason I'm talking to you is for like sales reasons. Yeah. Like I, I'm hitting you up because I'm trying to recruit you or get you to recruit someone or get you to train or like whatever it might be. Yeah. And so that's like another thing as far as like the balance, the work-life balance. I think that's been one of the worst parts about the job. Yeah. By a long shot. Like, probably the worst part of the job mm-hmm. has been, like, in order to be really good at it, it kind of has to consume you. Yeah. And, you know, I've done well, and it's consumed me. <laughs> that's it, true. It, it, it has too. consumed you. It kind of sucks. And so I'm trying to, like, get out of it. Like, I texted a few people and, like, started asking them about non-sales things. Yeah. Like, so that I could just have conversations with people because I... I don't want, like, I'm trying to make it so my life doesn't, like, I don't want to, like, meet someone and have my only mindset be, like, I can't see myself, like, having a relationship with you in any way, a friendship, unless you're going to come and sell with me. Like, yeah, I don't want that to be so the case. That's so unhealthy, dude. I don't want that to be the case, but that's how it's been. Yeah. Because I'm, like, because I have really good friends that I work with, and yeah. so it's, like, well, I can just make more really good friends that I work with. But it's, yeah. like, no, dude, like, make some friends that you're not going to recruit, that you're not going to, like get to go out there and sell you're not gonna make any money from them or anything like that well like and i was talking to you when we got back like that's kind of my recruiting process is like i make the friend and then after that like i'll recruit them as a second thought you know what i mean yeah like that's kind of what i did don't get me wrong the recruits weren't really that successful last year but like i feel like in the long run that might be pretty beneficial you know at least on me like no i feel like they would be a lot more genuine like i feel like everything that i like meeting wise with those kind of people that i recruit mm-hmm. are a lot more genuine and not just like they're on the fence you know what i mean yeah like if i build a relationship with that person first off i enjoy being around that person and i'll be okay living with them yeah um and like i know about them so it's like it's not like they're gonna pull something like what's this bucket that Wade brought out last year that all of us just ended up hating. Like Brian or Brady? Brady. <laughs> Dang, like, dude, Brady, if you ever listen to this, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. You're the man. You are the man. It just didn't work out. It just wasn't quite what we expected. And that's okay. It happens. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> it's just, it's, I've kind of been focusing on, like, the more intimate sides of, like, recruiting, which honestly has pros and cons. Because definitely it takes the recruiting process a lot longer. Yeah. 
that's another thing that I worry about. Like, if I, if it doesn't, like, if I get a friendship with this person, then they end up not working with me. Yeah. It's like, am I going to be able to maintain the friendship? Like, I don't really know. Like, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a toughie, dude. But that being said, like, just working through, working through it. It's done some, uh, I feel like it's, it's kind of harmed me socially. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, you would think the opposite. Like, sure, my communication skills have gotten way better. Like, my body language when I talk and, yeah. like, well, you don't have eye contact and, like, communicating and, like, being persuasive have, like, increased a ton. Yeah. Because it's sales. But just, like, my ability to, like, not only, like, develop a real connection, like, with somebody, like, an actual, like, friendship or something. Yeah. That's, like, outside of work. Mm-hmm. But, like, my desire to do it. Yeah. Is, like, nothing. I'm like, dude, if I have no chance of recruiting this person, why would I hang out with them? It's like, that's the worst thing ever. Oh, well, and, like, even on my end, too, like, going back on the whole dating aspect, like, it got to a point, like, where, like, it sounds terrible, but, like, knocking on doors, like, you get really good at convincing people to, like, do what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, on a dating aspect, like, when I would go on dates with people or, like, hang out with people, it's like, how do I get this person to date me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, so you try different things, you do the eye contact, and it it comes off kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it comes off <laughs> Trying weird. Trying to sell them on you, on uh, why they should date you. Dude, I remember, like, the other day, <laughs> That's funny. this guy that used to work at Summit, he tried to recruit me to go sell for Vivint. And, like, I was just playing along with it, you know? Just like I'm sure lots of people do when people just walk up to them and try to recruit them. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just playing along with it. And it was so... I was like, bro, you're... Like, it's so weird. Like, it's like they're almost, like, not there all the way. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just like there's something off. You know? There's no, like... It's not passionate. It's like it's because it's uh, all they're thinking about is the money. Dude. It's the money. All they're thinking about is I want a big team so I can make a bunch of money and and at the end of the conversation, about. dude, it honestly like kind of pissed me off. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, like, dang, dude, I'm valuable. Yeah, I'm, like, you're just gonna stuff, look at me dude. as like a paycheck. I'm worth stuff. Yeah, and it was it was so dumb, dude. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I told this guy that, like, and that's another sell skill that you learn. Like, you never bash on the current company that a person has, right? Yeah. I told him about, like, Brooks. I told him that I was doing real estate school. And he literally just, like, sh- crapped on the whole thing. Yeah. You know? And he just, like, was crapping on it. And I, like, was getting... called him out, dude. Dude, I almost did. I was, like, getting PO'd. <laughs> but at the same time, keep this in mind, I was kind of trying to play dumb. And uh, he ended up buying me two dinners. Let's go. I got two free dinners out of it. Dude, I need to start doing that, bro. I'm going to be like, dude, I will 100% have a meeting with you if you buy my wife and I dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. Like, what? Like, I just, like, kind of looped it around. I was like, how can I make this work for me? So, like, I still have him <laughs> Dang, on the bro, side. Maybe you're the one that's, he like, works for Vivid, kind of he works for Vivid, <laughs> and you bet your ass I'm going to be going to a jazz game. 
nice. I'm going to get free jazz tickets. I like at it. The dude. 100%, dude. Big fan. He was already talking about it with me the other day. And I was like, I'm not going to go work for you. I have no desire to. I hate Vivint. Like, I think it's <laughs> stupid. Like, I have people that have worked for Vivint, and they just screwed them over completely. Jeez. And, uh... Dang, Vivint, if you were planning on sponsoring this pod... <laughs> dude, you're not going to sponsor this pod. Dang, Clayton, you just cost us a fat bag. It's okay. Vivint would probably try to recruit us if they were sponsoring this pod. We don't want that. That's a fact. We don't want no Vivint. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be mooching off of that boy for as long as I can. Definitely. Until things start getting weird. And then I'll be like, all right, dude, to be honest... I'm not into this. Not into this. See ya. Or just ghost him. Yeah, dude. You don't want to lead him on. It's bad karma. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to lead him on. Dude, straight up. He was making my gaydar go off. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Were you finding him a little bit sexually appealing? No, not for me. Like, Oh, he was. He, he was, was giving like, you I vibes. had a little gaydar. You know, like internal gaydar where it's like, is this person gay? Ding, ding, ding. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Like, it was totally fine at first, and then he, like, he was bad at the eye contacting. He must have missed that. But he would just, like, kept on licking me up and down, all sexual style. <laughs> and I was like, bro, is this guy, like, kind of flirting with me? Maybe he was just looking at your big arms, dude. Probably. And your big calves. I, w- I was looking fit that day, bro. Your thicky boy calves. Dude, I was just a thick boy. Dude, I weighed 202 today. That's heft. I probably gained, like, two pounds of fat during my, my week boy. break of the gym. Dang, dude. I weighed 183 today. It's okay. I drank like 32 ounces. I drank a kilogram of water before I started, before I hopped on the scale, so. Dude. So that's like an extra two pounds. It's a creatine. I still haven't taken any creatine, dude. I'm just, I'm feeling like just the natural, like, I just want to get strong, like. I might do creatine if I start taking lifting more seriously. Yeah. But for now, dude, I'm just like, I want to be able to. Bus out mad push-ups, bunch of pull-ups. Yeah. I, one thing that appeals to me, though, is being able to, like, deadlift crazy weight. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to just freaking get down there and just pull, like, 500 pounds. Really? Yeah. How cool would that be? Dude? I don't know, dude. I'm not a huge deadlifter. When I hurt my back last summer, that's <laughs> another... Dude, I'm so accident-prone. I was getting changed one day, and I gave a big old stretch and a yawn, and then I heard, like, this pop. And then all of a sudden, like, just couldn't move. I couldn't move. And Joe was like, are you okay? Because we shared a bedroom. And I was like, we shared a bed. I mean, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bed some nights after the, after the hard days. <laughs> hard days, harder nights. <laughs> but, uh, the days weren't the only thing hard. <laughs> but, uh. No, I remember I, like, tweaked it, and you were like, are you okay? And I was like, bro, I can't move. Like, what do you mean? And I was like, I, like, I'm, it hurts. <laughs> and, like, I lowered my arms down, and you were like. I'd, well, like, help you to your knees. Yeah, I couldn't. And then when I got on my knees, I was stuck there. <laughs> it was bad. I've never, like, yeah, thrown my back out like that. And I was oh, literally God. incapacitated for, like, three days. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. I had to get massage therapy from my man Big Joe. Oh, yeah. And I think he actually helped. Nice, dude. I mean, he acted like he knew what was going on, so, I mean... He acted when like he knew a lot dude, of things were going on. When you're confident with something, it's, like, hard not to believe him. It takes the pressure away. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Back on the pressure thing. Exactly. And on that note, 
I gotta go on a date. One hour and three minutes, which is actually way longer than I was expecting this to go, but it felt really easy, Clayton. I think we can do this. It felt really easy. So, we will probably do this again. Don't know when, specifically. I would like to do it two times a week. That's actually a lot. I am free on Thursday night in two days. I am free. My sweet wife will be working that night as well. Okay. So. I would prefer to do it when she's working so that I don't take away from my family. Time. He only lets me come over when his wife's away. Because that is not true. Sometimes things get weird. That is not true. My wife likes Clayton. He comes over all the time when she's sure. around. I love your wife. But um, for a podcast, I mean, maybe we'll have her on, dude. Dude, we, Next sh- week, we can have her. She's had an interesting life. Let's get, get pants on. Okay. I think it's it. Next idea. week, though. Thursday. It'll just be us two again, probably. Yeah, talk a little bit more. Next week, I'm going to send this to my wife right when we're done. Oh, no. And at the very end, she's going to be like, I don't want to be on that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to say, too bad. Exactly. All right. And then we're going to gaslight her. Exactly. <laughs> Make her do it. Okay. All right, Clayton. It was an absolute pleasure. Everyone that's listening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to STB. The Small Town Boys yes. podcast. Goodbye. Ciao.